Home is your creative canvas, an expression of your unique style. Only Wayfair has everything you need to bring your vision to life. It's the place to shop for everything home, from sofas and beds to dining sets and decor. Wayfair makes it easy with fast and free shipping, even on the big stuff. They'll even help you set it up. Look, I have an eclectic style, but when I go on Wayfair, they've got such a huge selection of items for the home that there are things that fit me and I know others that will fit everybody else. Every style is welcome in the Waberhood. Visit Wayfair.com or get the Wayfair mobile app. That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R.com. Wayfair. Every style, every home. Food trends come and go, but there's one that never seems to go out of style. The classic chocolate chip cookie. Oh, my favorite. And famous Amos chocolate chip cookies are as classic as it gets, truly. They're made from the original recipe you know and love. I'm talking semi-sweet chocolate chips, a satisfying crunch. All together in a cookie you can't help but eat in one bite. It's everything classic in a cookie. Find famous Amos cookies anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. Hey, it's Andy Cohen here with this week's chapter of Andy Cohen's Daddy Diaries podcast. The high highs and low lows of my life as a daddy to two kids and dozens of housewives. Joining me as always is my co-host John Hill. Hi, John. What's up, girl? Hey, girl. Well, this week I returned from a trip from L.A., the land of fluidity, where straight men all seem kind of by to me, and I may have found a woman I could date. What? I made the controversial choice. Well, we had a conversation about the lock on Ben's door, but Ben got his vengeance on me in the form of a gingerbread house. We then had some movement on the door lock later in the week. I take you behind the scenes of Julia Roberts on Watch What Happens Live. And John and I came up with a great new show idea. Macabre as it is. This is Andy Cohen's Daddy Diaries podcast. Monday, December 4th, 2023. I did go to LA over the weekend. Um feeling a little worse for wear, I've got to tell you. Oh no. Yeah, I know. This you know, Lucy had a bad cough. She gave it to Ben. Ben gave it to me. Lucy got better. Ben and I remained sick for like a week. And now Lucy has it again. And Ben is better and I'm still sick. So there you go. But I went to LA in my illness. I hacked my way through LA. I was just coughing, coughing, coughing. I was there shooting a commercial, which you'll hear more about. Uh when it comes out. Is this a kind of like sexy commercial or is no. it like you're dunked in water and no, you're in a ball pit? Nothing sexy about it, but it's a good commercial and it's for a great brand and it is very laborious shooting a commercial. It is very exacting. I've done it before. The clients are all there, the ad agency. There are a lot of people to answer to. You are shooting somewhere. In this case, we're in a house in Northridge and the clients and ad agency are in what's called a video village, kind of outside the house. And then you do like 
15, 20 takes. And then they say, okay, let's check with the agency. And then they give you a bunch of notes and then you do 20 more and then you do 20 more. I mean, it's, it's really, it's laborious. If if I may though, you do get to go home with a million dollars. Well, you know what? That was going to be my next (laughs) sentence. I am Mm -hmm. forever grateful. I would do it again tomorrow. I have to say, I feel in what is a very kind of uh, taxing situation for people with lack of patience issues, I was, I think, like a nine out of 10 in terms of patience, saying yes to everything. I think because I am so grateful that That's someone right. asked me to be in a commercial. So there you go. There you go. Uh, but it was a great time in LA. Uh, I got there Thursday night and uh, I went down to the bar in the hotel to get a little roadie to have before before bed. And standing at the bar and I feel someone kind of poking at me and I turn around and who is at the table at the Sunset Tower but... Um, Meredith Marks and Seth. Oh, and um, Katie Maloney, and it was crazy. And then at the table next to them was Brian Lord and Ryan Murphy. So I had a nice little kiki with all of them, and then I just went upstairs and totally crashed. Uh, I had I was up every morning at like five thirty or six, so it was very kind of early thing Friday night I went to something that you would have loved John and I wonder if you've heard of it because it's been going on in LA for a while it's called chain or eat at chain have you heard of it I don't know about eat at chain oh my god it is so you John it is Mm. a so it was BJ Novak's idea with his kind of um, business partner and they did something Saturday night called Chain Fest. It was hap- or Friday night. It was happening all weekend in LA. And it was a it's like a food fair and it's outside and there are strings of lights everywhere and there's music and there's alcohol and you a, a ticket which I think is 75 bucks. You can go around to all the booths and all the booths are chain shops like chain restaurants like Pizza Hut, Red Robin, Chili's, um, Jack in the Box, all your faves. And there's a chef that's a Michelin chef who has worked with the brands to create little bites that are kind of gourmet bites based on the oeuvre of each restaurant. So um, it was really fun. It was uh, a lot of food. It was so funny. I was I was there with John Mayer and I was telling him, I just can't get over straight guys in LA. They all, they're so pretty and they all seem kind of bi. Are you with me on that? I am. Yeah. I like, am with you on that. Yeah. Everyone's kind of available to the highest bidder, basically. Everyone's a prostitute, I guess, is the point of the matter. Um, mm. No? No, I think they're just like approachable and, and they love a gay guy. I don't think they're sexually bi, necessarily. Oh, interesting. Um, okay, fair. But they're so friendly, you do wonder, whoa, right. do I have a chance? Right. But you don't. 
you but you don't. wonder there you were don't, so many saw yeah. maria shriver and chris pratt and katherine schwarzenegger and maria's trying to set me up with someone she's already set me up with one person who's I would say age inappropriate, but she didn't have a problem with it, so I didn't either. He was like 26 at the time of the setup. I'm like, okay, mm. fine. Mm. Uh, had a long talk with Steve Gutenberg, who I love. Oh my God, my you know, favorite. LA, you really do just run into, it's just the stars are everywhere, but you don't know which stars you're going to see. Chrissy and John Legend were there, Maude Apatow, Kiernan Shipka, uh, saw BJ. Sheena Shea was among all Whoa. of the great stars of the night with Darling Brock and uh, talked to them. And afterwards, I went with John and a group to the San Vicente bungalows. And I was sitting across from these three women who, I'm not going to say their names, but they're little... They call themselves the squirrels, which I thought was really cute. They're like besties. Mm. John, they were so beautiful. I was like, I, I, I was attracted to them. I was very, I was excited by them. I couldn't well, believe kind of the squirrels. And I was talking to them and there was one who I just found to be, I was like, I, I texted John the next day. I go, you need to date this squirrel. She is spectacular she's a 10 out of 10 i mean and a lovely person i did dm her the next day and said you're perfect because i was thinking you know if i ever do want a girlfriend maybe it's gonna be this girl um they're tens but they were telling me about and are they like 20s 30s good question i bet they were early 30s late 20s they were just telling me about how mean all the straight guys in LA are and how they just take them for rides and you know it just sounds and they seem really in it like one of their Instagram story the next night they were all like on Diplo's DJ booth I'm like oh these girls are like running with the A crowd you don't just wind up at like mayor's table at svb and then behind diplos but then maybe they're picking the wrong guys because these guys are just not john john's had nothing to do with them but i i just i was very upset i was like if these tens can't get something going then there's a big problem so yeah anyway, that's la though i did wind up having dinner with bruce and brian saturday night I'm sorry, Bruce and uh, Mr. Diller on Saturday night. And the Sunset Tower was popping. We ran into Kathy Hilton, who was asking me whether she should go to Cardi B's Balenciaga after party. She's like, should I go? Should I go? And I was, I did think to myself, well, you've been very publicly standing Nicki Minaj. And those two, that may be considered a sign of disrespect if you go. But I thought instead, I would just stay out of it. And I said, well, only you can answer that question. (laughs) Nina Garcia was there. Um, Tom Holland was sitting at the table next to us. So it was a wonderful, wonderful time. Uh, And I was asleep by 930. And John was going. John really tempted me that day. It was a lot of You were going to a very hot party in the hills. Yeah, you uh, like come. a gay party in the hills with a bunch of hot gay guys. How was that? And would I have liked it? Tell me about it because I have you a little FOMO. It. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, this is the same party. I don't know if everyone will remember, but it is the same party either last year or the year before. It's a big party in the hills, and I found myself trapped with a French guy who tried to convince me that he had taste buds in his butt. <laughs> oh, I kind of... Wait, this was at the party last year. This was at the party, the same party, but so I always like to go back hoping that something like that will uh, right. emerge. Is the um, idea that you could stick something in this guy's butt, like a piece of corn, and he'd be like, it's corn. It's corn. And it's in I don't season. Know. But my thing is like, he, he and his reference was like something minty, and it's like, yeah, it, it's minty. You're gonna yeah, that feel burns it, you. Sting. You're going to feel that. that. Yeah. And then I said that, and then he, uh, no pun intended, I rebutted that, and then he responded he like, like no, you don't get it. I have like a palate, like a taste palate. So just to sum up that party, would I have enjoyed it? Would I have liked the boys there? Yeah, you would have. Oh, damn. I don't go to places where you mm. don't, you know, where's That's not trusted people. Oh, I do want to say, because I've been reading this on Twitter, that a lot of people with this George Santos thing are like, get this guy on Bravo, get this guy on Bravo. And then John Oliver did a big rant last night about George Santos, and he was like, this guy belongs on Bravo. Andy, pay him what he's worth. Let me be clear. We don't want him. Well, he is a liar and a criminal. I understand, he might, he but might, anyone- He might fit right in. No, anyone who has had those <laughs> traits are people that mm. were cast, and then it's like, wait a minute, this guy's, uh, this guy, you know, everything's yeah. not what it seemed. Kind of like what happened with the people of New York State, who elected him, and then it, although I would argue when they elected him, he already was a liar. <coughs> Excuse me. It sounds much oh. better already. Um it does by mistake sometimes like if ben comes out of his i need your advice on this jordan if ben comes if i put ben to bed and he comes out of his room one too many time to be like with with bs kind of <laughs> excuses for why he can't sleep i eventually will say to him ben i'm going to lock the door and I'm going to lock the door now. You can't come out. And he will say, okay, daddy. And there's no more conversation. And he goes right to bed. And by the way, sometimes I don't even actually lock it because what I need to do after I lock it is go back after he falls asleep and unlock it because I don't care to lock him in there all night. That's fair. What if he has to pee? Well, he's still wearing an overnight diaper. Is he really? Yes, he is. Okay, well, we can talk about that later. Yeah, well, offline about that. All right, okay. (laughs) Anyway, so the other night, I forgot to unlock his door. So I uh, said, I'm locking your door. I forgot to lock it. Do you know what happened in the morning? You know, my big fear is he's going to wake up in the middle of the night and want to come into my bed or wake up in the morning and he's going to be banging on the door and he's going to feel trapped and he's going to be upset. No one, you don't like the feeling of being locked in somewhere. Yeah, that's traumatic. So I woke up uh, early on that morning and I looked at his monitor. I was like, wow, Ben's not up. I mean, I woke up at like um, 6.45. Ben's not up. I look on the monitor. He is in there playing quietly. He wound up staying in there playing quietly for 45 minutes. Wow. And I went to get him and I opened the door and then I saw that it was locked. And I go, Ben, you are 
I said, what happened? He goes, well, the door was locked, so I knew that I should just play quietly. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I should be locking this door every night. I mean, I mean it worked well. if that was the message that he got, the door is locked, so I should play quietly. I have been trying to get him to do this for m- many months. Yeah. When you wake boundary. up, just play quietly in your room. So what is your feeling about locking the door, Jordan? Well. Not great. Well, I mean, after that anecdote, it feels right. like a good idea. Uh-huh. I mean, my, my biggest thing is if there is, if he has to use the bathroom, but if you're telling me... He's got a diaper on him. That's yeah, not I'm an telling issue, you, he's then... still wearing an overnight diaper. I mean, well, that hopefully we hope to get that, rid of that soon. Yeah. Yeah, you want him to go to the bathroom. Right. Anyway, you know, I thought that was interesting. I couldn't believe it. It was a big. That's big. Yeah. Congratulations. Well, yeah. I mean, if locking the door so. works, it works. I mean, it's not like he's trapped. I mean, if you can hear him banging or saying, I right. need to get out, that's right, right, right. fine. Right, 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 right. We've all done it. Right, right. Okay. John, I'm going to lock you in your room when you go to bed. I think that's... I love For anyone dating John, lock him in his room when he goes to bed. He won't give you any problems. Tuesday, December 5th, 2023. Well, Mark and Kelly, every year, give me the most beautiful gingerbread house. It's their present. I can't imagine how big their list is of people that they give this to. But they are personalized gingerbread houses from a bakery, I think in California, named Solvang Bakery. They're so beautiful. And they have, it says, Andy, Ben, Lucy, really pretty. It's interesting. This year, the gingerbread house we got is a little muted. And I think it may be kind of a Hanukkah house. It's kind of like gray and blue. It's very... um, (laughs) It's very sexy, actually. Um, So I was like, oh, I bet this is like, I think that maybe they took the kind of Christmas ornamentation off. Um, Anyway, so Ben's like, I ate some of the gingerbread house. How can you not? It's sitting there calling to you. But meanwhile, it is so hard. It's been shellacked. It doesn't even taste good. The whole point of a gingerbread house, have you ever read Hansel and Gretel? The whole point is that you can't resist it and you're sucked into its temptations and you can't withstand it. I know. Meanwhile, he's got a book called like The Little Gingerbread Man that we read that we used to read all the time. So clearly he loves that iconography. But it's like it looks like a little rat has been gnawing at the bottom of it. That's now well, what that's the gingerbread accurate. house looks like. Yes, right. Yeah, it has. So, anyway. Yeah, we have groomed children to want to eat gingerbread, even if it's disgusting. I've told them since I birth know. that it's a delicious treat when it's just a crusty cardboard I know. It's hard terrible. cookie. Last I year, I had to throw the gingerbread house out early. It always ends up in the trash. As punishment, because oh. he wouldn't stop eating it. And he was disobeying me. Yeah, this is, um, this is the holidays. Welcome to having kids around Christmas time. Now, I hope it doesn't have the effect on Ben as the French boule base did for Barbara Streisand in the portion of the book I listened to yesterday where she you was in it. 
France. She couldn't find yeah. Boula Base. She got back to the hotel one night and they were like, we made you the Boula Base. And she was like, oh, we were already full, but we knew we had to eat the Boula Base. She went. It made her horribly sick to her stomach for a week. And she well, goes. The reveal. Well, she goes into great detail about how sick section. she got from the Boula Base. I'm like, Barbara. Leave it's this part out. I don't want to hear about you sick to the stomach from the Bula base. Well, I mean, it went on and on and on. I well, just got through the central. Is, what? No, no, no. The reveal of that is, like I mentioned last week when I talked about the Bula base, is that she's pregnant. That's why she's sick. Yes. Oh, I. you know what? The whole For as point long of her as she that, went on, I didn't get it. Can I just add a oh follow-up to that? I'm you will such get an to- idiot. She follow uh, she follows that up hundreds of pages later. Right. She throws a little detail in, and it's so small it goes by very quickly. But if you really think about what she's saying, she she's she always talks about her mobile home, her mobile home. And I thought, oh, maybe she has like an airstream in Malibu somewhere. No, she had a mobile home. She would drive from Malibu to the studios to make movies, and right. she was so she said she had such horrible craps. And IBS. Poops. She was so sick uh-huh, of stopping at the Shell and the Chevron and the Exxon on the way from Malibu to LA. This is a drive I've made five million times, by the way. Okay. You can do it. But she was so sick of having to stop at the gas station to take a crap that she had that um she got she a had a, a mobile home built so she could drive to work and shit at the same time. Well, that's genius. It is. She, and she genius. was like, I love the mobile home because it was dusty rose and gray. I love my motor home. Oh, my so God. It was can take a dump on the way to work. Oh, yeah. my God. That's hysterical. Back with more from this week's Daddy Diaries after this. Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan favorite sale on Ben and & Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. What kind of fun is waiting for you at Kings Island? The holy cow, we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun. The make a splash all summer kind of fun. The I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But most importantly, at Kings Island, you'll find for the fun of it kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun this season. Kings Island is now open weekends. I won't let my active psoriatic arthritis joint symptoms define me. Emerge as you. Tremphia guselkumab is proven to significantly reduce joint pain, stiffness, and swelling in adults with active psoriatic arthritis. Some patients even reported less fatigue as assessed by survey one week prior. Results may vary. Tremphia is taken by injection six times a year after two starter doses at week zero and four. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Tremphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if 
you have an infection or symptoms of infection, including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information, at tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Wednesday, December 6, 2023. Last night before bed, I say to my son, Ben, there is one really serious thing that I want to tell you. I do not want you to go downstairs in the morning. If you wake up early, I want you to come in my room and say to me, Daddy, I'm hungry. I, I, I said, I will go downstairs with you. I don't want you going downstairs alone. Okay, Daddy. We taught, We had a very clear conversation for several minutes. This morning, 6.47, I hear the squeak of Ben's door down the hall. And I hear the little pitter-patter of the feet. And I see, even without my contacts and glasses, I see him going down the stairs, that little rat. And I'm laying in bed thinking, what am I going to do? And where is the belt for me mm. to give him a whoop ass? <laughs> and of course, I didn't pursue any physical violence. But I eventually was like, Ben? Benjamin? You know, whatever. And he's like, I'm down here, Daddy. I'm just sitting on the blue couch. And so I went downstairs. And we had a very big cuddle. And we he, he like got on my lap and we're sitting there. And I said, Ben, what was the discussion we had last night about you going downstairs? He goes, I know, Daddy, but I was so hungry, whatever. And I said, look, that was the thing. And you know what he said after we really hashed it out? And he was like, he goes, well, you know what? I think you should lock my door. And I will know not to come out until you come and unlock it. And I was like, wow. It's a, what do you think of that, Jordan? I, I mean, mean, I love that. I mean, what a smart kid. So if he's, he's asking for that. Now, because I also want to say I got some nasty people saying you are a horrible parent but I feel like the context of the conversation of locking the door was really lost on them and then someone yeah. said and you ask your subordinate how she feels and you and and you could hear in her voice that she wanted to disagree with you but she couldn't because she's your subordinate and I said first oh of all Jordan is not my subordinate she is my producer. Thank you. She is also a mother whose advice I trust very much. Mother of two people. Yes. So I, so no. 
And I would. And also, she's also a monster. And you I would, am a monster. And I would tell you. If you I would say, Andy, say you can't time. do that. Every so often, you'd be like, uh, Andy, you can't do that. Or yeah. you say it's totally fine, which is why yeah. I ask you. No, I'm not being held against. You're not. My will. You're not. Up, you know, your job's not on the line if right. you tell me that I'm doing the wrong thing. <laughs> no, I think I'm asking fine. you because I want a real opinion. And if Ben said that's a good plan, then well, that's, that's the then thing it that works, is whatever so, works for you. I thought it was so amazing that he was setting the boundary for himself and he was saying this is something that I can work with. So I thought this is incredible. Listen, I'm not a parent, but I would say, well, Ben, thank you for that suggestion. But the point is to try to uh, teach you some responsibility and self-control. Oh, interesting. I'm not going to lock you in. You're going to be a big boy and understand that you're not supposed to leave until, Interesting. you know, you know what I mean? I think that would be the response. Well, and you can, oh. you can say, Ben, I don't want to have to lock you in your room. You should be a big boy and know. Well, let me say this. There is a... Um, child shrink that I often go to for advice and I'm going to speak with her about it because I thought it was so interesting that he set that boundary for himself. Um, in pop culture news, Taylor Swift is the person Times Person of the Year. So more Taylor Swift. Yeah, can't wait. Can't I'm going to go buy that issue, I'm sure. What? No, you're not. No, I'm not. Yeah, I mean, there's no question that you're not. Uh, so congratulations to her. All of the dialogue online about the fact that Beyonce is not stopping her movie from playing in Israel. Are you kidding me, people? I hadn't Just, heard that. Oh, it's a whole thing. It's crazy. The anti-Semitism is out of showing of. And you know what, y'all? This shit in the Middle East has been going on for longer than you've had a brain. So maybe keep it to yourself. Maybe let them figure it out. It's very troubling, all of it. Yes, it is. Very upsetting. So TJ Holmes and Amy Robach have a podcast. Uh, and I was reading about it yesterday and I was thinking, you know, Everyone has a podcast. It's crazy. There are. So I was on Melissa Gorga's podcast yesterday. Were you really? Yeah, we had a great chat. Talking about what? You know, we talked about a lot. We had, we covered every oh subject God. under the sun. Everyone has a podcast. Everyone has a podcast. Mm -hmm. Every single person. Every My dead grandma housewife, probably has one. Every housewife friend. Now, I would listen to your dead grandma's podcast. <laughs> By the way, I got your dead grandma's Afghan under my, uh, under <laughs> my fake chat. tree. <laughs> Casket chat. Featuring John's Wait, that's dead a great grandma. podcast. It Casket should be chat. from dead people. Yeah, and it, I should do a character of a, a dead grandma from a cemetery six weeks Interviewing longer. other dead people. This yeah. week on Casket Chat, Casket Richard Nixon, Pat Nixon uh -huh. stops by America's favorite first lady. Today also on Casket Chat. The yeah. Cock Destroyers. Right, Sophie from the Cock Destroyers. <laughs> and Norman Lear. And Norman Lear, two of our newest <laughs> residents in the casket land. How are you liking the neighborhood? How's the neighborhood? <laughs> Who, are the Who are you near? Who are you near? Who are your neighbors? <laughs> oh, the lawnmowers are so loud. <clears throat> oh, don't talk to me about the lawnmowers. Well, I haven't gotten flowers in weeks. Right. 
casket chat. Desi Arnaz coming by again. Our favorite casket chatter. Oh. Newcomer Anne Heche. Anne Heche, what did she really mean with that secret language? She breaks a silence. <laughs> casket chat exclusive. Oh my God. <laughs> And you know what? It's so good. You could have so many like celebrities doing voices. Yes. It's a great idea. Oh my God. Barbara, <laughs> today on Casket Chat, a special episode. Barbara Streisand's mother responds to all the horrible things that Barbara said about her in her book. Barbara's <laughs> mother is pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Barbara's mother from the casket, one-on-one. -on -one. She is furious. She's only one-third of the way through the audiobook. She did well, not although, say that to Barbara at opening night of Funny Girl. Anyway, TJ Holmes and A.B. Robach. <laughs> what an attractive couple. <laughs> truly, truly just so beautiful. By the way. Gleaming, glowing. The Brainiacs at ABC that fired yeah. them. What idiots. Honestly, who are, how are you going to fire these people? Can anyone in, in love. this, hold on, can any of the four of us, Adam, Jordan, John Hill, can any of you name one of the anchors of GMA3 right now? No. Right. Uh, so Robin? No, Robin Roberts is on GMA. <laughs> Oh, okay. So you're going to fire these two? Now Now you finally have people that you know famous. who they are on GMA3? Nope. They're in love. We have to fire them. <clears throat> so yeah. stupid. Bullshit. Bullshit. That was, that was stupid. They literally got a happy ending, too. No one, like, right. things are working out. Right. Things are good. But this is their, their so, exes are dating. So they well, that's what I was gonna say. When I heard they had a podcast and I was reading all the clips about them, and all I was thinking was, Great, they have a podcast. What are they gonna talk about on episode two? Like, but now I know what they're talking about on episode two because both of their exes are now hooked up. Yeah. And that is what I call delicious. Thursday, December 7th, 2023. It is Southern Charm Reunion Day, so that's what I'm getting up to. It's also the first night of Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah to those who celebrate. Happy Hanukkah. I was very- I'm light my menorah. Good. Well, I was very proud as a Jew to light the menorah last night at the end of Watch What Happens Live. It felt especially- poignant and significant to do that now more than ever uh and dorit is jewish she was my guest so it was really nice to share that moment with her and with all of you was your menorah on backwards what do you mean by that was your menorah upside down oh dorit, my gosh jacket wow well, we got to let's talk about it because last night's Beverly Hills. I mean, I'm so glad you saw it. But that moment where Dorit tells Denise that her jacket is upside down and Denise says, I know what you're doing to me. 
Don't, don't do this. Don't, don't do, do this. this. She and the editing shows that she did walk in with the jacket on correctly, and then she, she during her on. fucked up dinner, right. in her state of insanity, right. put it on upside down. Which, if you've ever been messed up in your life, in to the degree, to the sh- three sheets to the absolute blotto blackout that Denise was, you you too will sympathize with Denise. It's easy to put a jacket on upside down. Like, Especially that so, one, which was like a little fur shrug almost. It's you know shrug. I mean? It, it, it's, yeah. It's an easy mistake when you're messed up. It's giving homeless and toothless. And like, it's a, it's an easy mistake to make, but she made it. And instead of saying, oh girl, thanks girl for having my back. It was, don't do this. Right. <laughs> And, I mean, stand your ground, I, and 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 Dorit. Honestly, she didn't mean to make anything of it. She was like, "Hey, I think this is upside down." Right? Dorit kind of went back to her too, and she was like, "Hey, listen, no, I really no, think really, it's, up, I, I mean, it's upside down." Oh my god! <laughs> Did you die? Did you? Die? I honestly, it gave me my first. I don't laugh out loud that often at, at right. the Housewives, but right. I like I chuckle a lot. But I laughed out loud. I did too. It was shocking. Because it was such an authentic moment. It just yes. was kind of, I'm yeah. so glad they caught it on camera. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was crazy. What oh, did Dorit have to say about it? She said she was just trying. She was yeah. like, I was trying. Yeah. You know? I mean, in the whole thing at the table where Denise is like, watch the show. Watch, watch the, show. the show. And just so you know, I remember the night that that happened. Um, Alex Baskin sent me video from Video Village of Denise saying, watch the show, watch the show, watch the show. It went on and on. It was longer than we showed yeah. him. It yeah, was, you could tell. Yeah. You could tell. And I, I love Erica Jane in that moment, too, because she's just like, great, I understand, but what are you talking about? Right, right. Right. Um, I though, and it, it is a little bit sad because the backdrop of the whole dinner is such a nasty fight, but you know between Kyle and Sutton, and so it, it's such a strange night. And then there's Cynthia who doesn't say really anything; she's just kind of there. Well, that's fine. I love it. Yeah, it's just such an insane night. It was wild. It was wild. Yeah. Wow. Oh my gosh. I'm glad you saw Weird. it. I'm glad you saw it. I really want you to check it. out the very sweet thing that happened on Miami Housewives, though, of Julia I'm going surprising to. Martina with. I, it, it really tickles me that Martina is a is a is a, a wife of a housewife. It's just yes. incredible. Also, want to tell y'all tonight on Watch What Happens Live. It's very special. Julia Roberts uh, is my guest. Uh, she is on. She and I will be reenacting in Clubhouse Playhouse the Naimum scene. Mm, Have you great. seen that scene, John? Of course. With Kyle and Sutton? Naimum. Of course. Yes, thank you. We will be, Julia Roberts will be playing the role of Sutton Strath. Perfect casting. In a Southern Belle. Perfect Bell. cast. A Steel Magnolia. Perfect casting. Here's a little piece of information. We taped the show. Okay, we taped the show yesterday. It was amazing. She plays Plead the Fifth. Um, and it's it's great. I'm so excited about it. And I just, you know, I was I was telling her publicist over email, I was saying, you know, it's 
it's just great for us when we get someone of Julia Roberts caliber, which is, you know, a big deal. And it just keeps us all on our toes and it makes us all excited. It's like something very special and we want to do a good job and we want her to come back and we want her to have fun. And we surprised her with a Julia Roberts drag queen pageant and we had four queens playing, you know, coming out dressed in four seminal Julia Roberts uh, characters and then Julia had to pick a winner. Very fun. Let me say this. I think Julia Roberts may be the first Watch What Happens Live guest in history, maybe. And you you were there for many years, so you can tell me if 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 I'm wrong, who was not touched up during a commercial break. Doesn't need no to be. She's beautiful. Touch-ups. When I tell you y'all Everyone from yeah. Miss Quad to Mariah gets a touch-up during every commercial break. To make this fact even more shocking is that her hair guy, Serge Normand, who I've known for years, who I love so much, who is also Sarah Jessica's hair guy and coincidentally Mariah Carey's hair guy, Serge did not step from behind the bar one time. You One would have thought, oh, her hair guy's right there. He's going to come judge her hair during the show. Isn't that kind of remarkable, knowing what you've Bar- seen during every commercial yeah. break? That's really remarkable. I mean, Jordan was there. For, how many years did you work at Watch What Happens Live? Five. Ten? Five. Ten. Okay. <laughs> Five, ten. No, but honestly, I mean, you know, every yeah. commercial break, it's like, and the audience, I feel like, is always stunned because the second I throw to break, in comes an army of glam and you thinking to yourself, what just happened during the last seven minutes that these people need to be re-spackled together? Not well, Julia Roberts. Payroll. What'd yeah, you say? Barbara, talk, Barbara talks about it, how annoying that is and how it ruins the flow of everything and that a real star doesn't need all that shit. Well, Barbara also talks about the makeup test for Funny Girl the movie when they did her mm. makeup and how much she hated it and then she she said hey (laughs) could i just try to do it myself and then you guys see what you think and guess what they liked barbara's better she also talks about going into the bathroom and elizabeth taylor's in there and says we love how you do your makeup can you show us how her and some other star there are a lot of little anecdotes in the book where the point of the anecdote seems to be Barbara's always right. Yeah. The, the whole book is, is it should just be called It I should was be right. called I Was Right. You are so right. <laughs> the whole book as a yeah, macro level should just be I was right. Literally. That is the it's theme pro- of the book. Proof and evidence. We did it my way. Thing. And guess what? As it turns out, yeah. that was the take the director wanted to use. Even I, when she says, I deferred to them because they were an Oscar-winning cinematographer, so I did it their way, of course, but there's a little part of me that has to wonder. I kind of like my gut instinct the best. I uh, took Lucy to the doctor yesterday. She's such a champ. She was so good. And uh, I was really struggling as we were leaving 
to snap her into this stroller and I was she was in her parka and then you have to put her in this 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 like down sleeping bag thing that's in the stroller and the straps are coming through the down and you have to get her in the thing and she's sitting there and she was looking at me and I'm struggling and um I wanted her to sit in a specific position and I started calling her and I was cracking myself up I'm like little girl little girl which is Miriam Cosby to Whitney on um and you know and I'm looking up thinking that like some of the like gals in the doctor's office are gonna be like oh I see what you're doing no one got it and I just kept being yeah. like little girl little girl come on Oh, and no one, and then the they just thought I was like without. Awful. Yes, yeah. they thought I was just roughhousing Scary, and yelling at my daughter when I was channeling Miriam Cosby and trying to do a bit that none of them really got. Oh my God! I think I told you that I signed Ben up for. Um, I signed him up for gymnastics. And he kept saying, I'm not going to gymnastics. I thought it was ninja classes. Well, and then we, and then he said, I will go to ninja, but Joe wasn't available or something. So we were lying to him and we were saying it's ninja. And he was saying, I don't want to go to either. And then, so yesterday was the gymnastics class. And his nanny, I said to her yesterday morning, I go, well, good luck today. Getting him there, conning him there. Okay, let me know. So she texted me. She goes, this was a struggle. Mm. She goes, he is not happy. He's in class. I got him here. This may be a one and done. And now I'm taping a show and I'm like, oh God, whatever. Okay, I may have to just flush this gymnastics class money down the toilet. I don't know. How are we going to get him back? Whatever. I get home. Ben runs to me and he's been giving me the best greetings lately. And he's like, daddy, daddy. He goes, I thought I was going to hate. I can't even pronounce how he said it. It was such a mangling of the word, but it was so delicious. It was like, gymnastics. I thought I was going to hate gymnastics, but I loved it. And I can't wait to go back, daddy. I was like, oh, Ben, that is the best news. I go, well, what is that? What does that teach us? He's like, just that I loved it. I'm like, no, that sometimes you hate things. He goes, no, no, but I really thought I was going to hate it, daddy. I'm like, okay, but anyway, he wouldn't accept the lesson, but so it's fine. It's all fine. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, so he loves gymnastics. Very good. That's all for this week's edition of Andy Cohen's Daddy Diaries podcast. To hear every minute of my Kiki with John, plus interviews, news, and more, you can listen to my SiriusXM channel, Radio Andy, anytime on the SiriusXM app. We'll see you right back here with more Daddy Diaries next week. Radio Andy, always unpredictable. A SiriusXM podcast. Imagine bold, naturally aged Tillamook cheddar slices melting over a burger 
eating handfuls of thick-cut cheddar shreds straight from the bag, taking a bite out of an irresistibly bold block of extra sharp cheddar cheese. (sighs) We know you want to get back to streaming, but wasn't it nice to daydream about cheese for a bit? Tillamook Cheddar. Extraordinary Dairy. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com.